0: Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, you just wrapped up that job after a 43-20 to 20 victory for the Cowboys over the Los Angeles Rams. And this will be our little uh, reaction pod, a, a sort of mini-sode. Like
1: yeah. Um, we need more of these noon games so we could do these reaction pods after the game and yes. not have to wait... Like until a Monday night when you and I have other responsibilities that we have. To
0: yeah, and who wants to hear about it on Tuesday? Everybody's already figured <laughs> it out and moved on at that point. Yeah. Uh Brian Cowboys win this one forty three to twenty. Dak Prescott Fincingly, with a, yeah. a really impressive day here. Uh 26 of 31, 306 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. Uh, running game failed to really get going, but this mm. was a game highlighted by the defense, the special teams, and the passing attack, uh, particularly what uh, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb were able to get going. But your initial thoughts coming out of this game?
1: I'll tell you what, your quarterback played outstanding, and it didn't look like initially that it was going to be that way. It looked like very much a the Atlanta game when Chaz Green was playing left tackle with the way that mm-hmm. the, the Rams were buzzing around there. We kind of felt like that the Rams would uh, could cause some problems with their pass rush, you know, especially with Aaron Donald in there. Uh, you know, Byron Young is a guy that I really, really liked on tape. Uh, you know, felt like that he could be a, a guy that could be a factor. Uh, Hoyt, the uh, the other edge that plays the outside linebacker spot for them, uh, I am really, honestly looking forward to the All Twenty Two in the morning on Monday morning, and then be able to kind of figure out like, wow, what was uh, what was going on with that. But they they steadied the ship and they were able to, you know, take advantage of, you know, an illegal contact penalty that kept a drive going. And, you know, and they were able to make the, the Rams pay for that. And it, it was kind of like that. Once that happened, it was like, oh, OK, well, you know, the, the, the Cowboys offensively were able to to work to excuse me, to wake up. And I I thought Mike called a really good game today. I thought the quarterback's eyes were in the perfect spot. Receivers did a great job of running routes for him. The tight end got open for him. Uh, There was just so many positive things offensively that, you know, and I I bet you're going to tell me, Bobby, that uh, this doesn't look anything like the offense that they ran the first, uh, the first uh, several weeks of this uh, season.
0: I really don't think so. Now, look is it is it the Kellen Moore high flying offense? No. Would I still like to see? It looked pretty
1: close to that high flying offense, though, didn't it?
0: It was it was good. I, I still don't know that they're taking as many deep shots and deep overs as they have in the past. Man,
1: I'll I'll take you give me that offense. Okay, I'll say this because mm-hmm. I always say this. That's my tagline. There, I always say this. I don't think they'll run the ball well enough. That part of it is not going to travel. They need to figure that out. But the passing part of it today, the way that Dak was able to navigate pocket, run when he had to, pick up first downs, guys getting open, this Rams defense plays a ton of zone coverage. Dak is a zone killer. I yeah. mean, he is a zone killer. And – his ability to to buy the second, third chances to get receivers open. I thought CD Lamb, the routes he ran. You know, Cooks mentioned Ferguson. He had a couple of catches with, uh, you know, with, uh, with our guy number thirteen there, Gallup. Uh, Gallup. I mean, I was, I, I was impressed today.
0: Yeah, it was. was, it, was it was. It was. The a running,
1: good. the running game of it was that the running game hurt me because I thought in the second half they would run the ball you know, that they would say, okay, let's – we got a big enough lead. Let's see if we can load this thing up and try and run. So I rudely interrupted you by that, but, but no. I liked what I saw the offense yeah. today other than there was a couple of runs that they had where they had some 10-yard runs, a 12-yard run. You know, they had some five-yard runs, not as many negative plays as you had against the Chargers when it came to running the football. But I – the running game has got to improve. It's yeah.
0: Got to and and look, I, I still think, yeah, the passing game was efficient today and you can win that way. And it's more aggressive than it has been. Still, it was just even even with the how prolific as it was, the deepest completion today was 26 yards. And I believe that was a CD lamb catch and run just to say that it, it's not as aggressive as it's been in the past. That's all. Um, And I think that it's capable of doing more, but you can win this way as long as your defense plays well. You, you can even cover over some of the sins in the running game as well. This is definitely a more aggressive approach. It's a a more hands-off approach I feel like from Mike McCarthy I felt like Dak was calling more stuff at the line of scrimmage than I had noticed him doing in previous what, what games gave you
1: that, what gave you that thought that he was calling more what tipped you on that
0: uh, I mean just like in terms of now they could have been dummies but I remember specifically a couple different times where he was audibling one two three times like on mm-hmm. single plays it was uh I believe the third play of the game he he audibled three times I think where he went you know, he'd go, here we go. And then he'd stop and he'd start moving people around. Then he went, here we go. And then he did it again. And then he did it again. And right. so I felt like he was, again, that could have been some dummy stuff. He he may have been trying to fool Man, around. If there. You're,
1: if you're dummy in three times, I don't think that's dummy. And no, 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 no. But one I of them he, may I think, have been. Yeah. Maybe the third, fourth play, whatever you're talking about, not whatever. You're talking about a play. After what happened to him initially, maybe the, the that protection. Now all of a sudden he's thinking, wow. I didn't expect to to get hit on that one so he maybe he felt like he had to
0: well and I think CD Lamb had had said that he felt like they were able to you know kind of call it as they went along um, mm. or something to that effect that, that not necessarily he didn't say specifically audibles, but just basically that he, you know, we were able to approach it as what defense are we seeing? Let, let's get in the right call. Let's, you know, make sure that we're in the right spot here and Ceedee lamb has been very vocal about wanting the ball more. And what I love today is that they were, they responded to that and they said, all right, let's get you the ball. We'll throw you these smoke routes. We'll make sure. Let's just get the ball in your hands and let you, you know, make a play. It gets open though, Bobby. That's the he thing. Does. It does.
1: That's why you get him the ball. He gets yeah. open. He yeah. finds he finds separation out there. He's a he's very friendly to the quarterback when it comes to separation.
0: Yeah, and I think that that was something that if you're worried about protection, if you're worried about being able to block long enough to get him the ball, fine. Then do what you did today, though. A couple times, just throw him the quick screen and let him do something with it because he is he is a motivated football player right now. He's somebody who you know, I I think is showing a lot of toughness, a lot of resolve, you know, I, I feel like he's broken more tackles these last two weeks than I've seen him break his entire career, but he, he gets open. He makes plays. He makes tough catches and the connection that he and Dak have and the connection that Dak and Jake Ferguson seem to be developing. I think that is, that is the key to, if you want to win football games, I think you need to lean on the connection that he has with those two guys.
1: Did I see a thing at post game? 15 for 15, Jake Ferguson hadn't had a they hadn't had a misconnect since the Arizona game, right?
0: Fourth quarter of the Arizona game. So they've gone a month without an incompletion. They're now 15 for 15 over the last four games, 167 yards. You so like what are, you're seeing with him? Yeah, I, I think that you're starting to see, you're seeing growth. Like some of the stuff that you have concerns with, you know, early the run in the season. Blocking. Yeah, the run blocking early yeah. in the season when he had a couple drops. Like I think you're seeing that. He's somebody who when he makes a mistake, he he doubles down on, you know, the learning and the classroom and works at it. And the quarterback really seems to trust him now. And he seems nice. to be in sync with things. Dak specifically had said that when the play was over, the touchdown pass to Ferguson, which was a beautiful pass, beautiful catch that when the play was over, Ferguson had told him he knew when he, that, you know, when they saw the look, when he got up to the line of scrimmage, he's like, I knew the ball was coming my way. I was ready. And yeah. so like Ferguson, So he didn't have
1: to – he adjusted, but – He knew that he was going to have to make a play. He
0: he knew he had to make a play. He was ready for it because he said, all right, I see what the coverage is. I know what Dak's going to think. Dak's going to want to throw me the ball. And that's the kind of connection. That's the kind of communication that's really important for this passing. game. so if he's got that with CD, if he's got that with Ferguson, if it's still a work in progress with cooks and Gallup and Tolbert and guys like that, and Tony Pollard's not running the ball very effectively, then I think you say, you know what, this, this connection, this little triangle here needs to be the focal point of our offense.
1: Are you, liking what you're seeing from Turpin more than what you're seeing from Tolbert
0: um yeah i, I mean in in spurts I mean, i'm not I, trying uh,
1: to make you pick one or the other no, i no, guess no, i, I am I, but i'm not trying to get you to hammer tolbert i just feel like that they got turpin involved in this game earlier yeah and that he they had he, a they had a little bit he he got a little bit more of a run uh, just from what I noticed.
0: Yeah, and he, he contributed in the the special teams game, the return he's game like, yeah, this week. Do, yeah. yeah, and so, but I mean, even more had a bigger impact this week than he's had, a, you know, a lot of times recently. And so, um, yeah, I, I do. My only thing is I, I kind of wonder, I'm trying to think of a, a good example um, that I, I would lean. You know, a, a guy that it reminds me of is, um. do you remember like a guy like Richard Lee? Or uh, Derek Blaylock for the Chiefs years mm-hmm. ago, or guys yeah. like that—the guys who, when you use them in spurts and in certain situations, they're really effective and really efficient. And you say, "But Let's you play get them, them long term, more.
1: and they're no good."
0: But it's like you know what? Sometimes it's, that's the best way to maximize what you yeah. can get out of them is by by using them in these spots, and that's why they look so efficient. Because if you just put them out there full time, it's not necessarily look look that good. So I like what I've seen from Turpin. I don't know that on an every snap basis, Turpin looks as exciting to us if he's out there all the time, having to run the complete route tree and be in there on every play. I think the way they use him right now, I'm comfortable with the amount of work that he gets. What about you?
1: I, You know what? I I, well, I brought it up. I kind of feel like though, when he's involved, he's showing me more than what Colbert showing me. That's yeah. what I'm, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he is. That, I, and I wonder if it. I wonder if the the coaching staff is like, you know, we saw some big time returns today from him. And we've seen some big time run after catch stuff with him. He, you know, he had the touchdown catch, the the really the best play they had against the Forty ers He yep. made. I wonder if he, in the coach's eyes, is now
0: gone.
1: ahead of Tolbert for opportunities
0: it may be the case look, look I thought yeah. that early on the season you were starting to see some building blocks with Tolbert and his confidence level and I thought that he was improving and I thought that right. was encouraging it has been it, it seems to have I don't want to say regressed he seems to have stalled out a little bit and and maybe that's a, a function Ooh. of you know the a lot of the struggles that they've had on offense period and then in recent weeks when things have clicked he's just not been part of that I don't know
1: yeah I, I wonder because you know we there's a lot of people and, and not just the fans, but there were a lot of people that are asking the questions about Michael Gallup. Should Tolbert get more of a more looks than Michael Gallup gets? And now it seems like hey, should Turpin get more looks than Tolbert? And that's kind of where at least for today, at least for today, that's how it appeared to me that they had him on the field earlier than what they had with with Tolbert. And, and watch when you get to the numbers, the all 22 will be the same amount of plays. <laughs> no, I, I just, it just appeared to me that nine was more involved than 18 today. That's that's kind of – and maybe it's because of the returns and stuff. But now, offensively, now his, his... I was looking at formations, and I kept seeing nine out there.
0: Yeah, you know? that, and, and that's totally – possible I think um like like I because I just didn't notice Tolbert at all uh, honestly today there was there was motion, er, early on there was a stop, slant motion there was a, back yeah, yeah. there yeah. was a slant he got early um but other than that I I hadn't noticed Tolbert very much in this game at all
1: I think Kendrick ate him up on that one slant
0: I think yeah it, was, it was, he was on the first or second yeah. drive yeah, yeah. now yeah. the offensive line you mentioned the first. Three mm. dropbacks. There were three sacks. One of them didn't count because of an illegal contact. But I felt like this might be a complete disaster dropping back today. And then actually, what it turned out, I saw next gen stats had this. This was actually the lowest pressure rate of the season for Dak Prescott. It's crazy. And so they they turned it around, man. It's kudos, crazy. Kudos to Chuma Doga for this is two times now, maybe three, but it's definitely two where he has started out a game looking like he may have to get pulled. He did yeah. it against Arizona too. He looked awful the first couple drives in Arizona and he rallied. He rallies and he made the the technical tweaks necessary with the cross chop cuz they were trying to hit him Hoyt was just hitting him over yeah. and over with that cross chop early and it looked like he was never going to block it. He he figured things out. He figured out the timing, he figured out when to, you know, uh, block the hands, when to stab. Like he figured out everything technically that he needed to to counter it. And things slowed down for him. And so I I, I was really impressed with how Chuma Idoga battled. And you know, is he the best player in the world? No. Is he somebody I necessarily want starting every game on an offensive line? Nope. Um, but I I have a deep respect for the way that he fights when he's in
1: there. With, yeah, with with the situation with Tyron Smith, you know, and and you were doing work with uh with Jane Slater this morning on the NFL network. Yep. And I know Jane ran into Tyron, was it pregame or something like that? I don't know. I ran it ran
0: into is a generous way to say it. She ran she ran ran up (laughs) to.
1: Okay. Well, I don't want to get Jane in trouble. (laughs) No, no, I know we're just playing. Because she she does a hell of a job with the NFL network. And and she was tweeting out that it was really, really, really close that Tyron Smith was going to play in this game. And so I know there were a lot of people, but now it's three games, right? right? Bobby? three Mm -hmm. games we've seen, and, you know, we'll see what happens this week. I want to believe that Tyron Smith will play. Maybe he gets the strength back in that shoulder. That's what happens when that stinger, you lose all that strength in there. So, But Adoga, I'm going to have to admit, I did not want him to play. When this season started, what I saw at training camp and playing at tackle, and then I'm like, why? Well, you got Tyler Smith. Just put Tyler Smith out there and – let him play left tackle. Figure out the guard situation. Let Adoga play the guard, but he is, you know what? He's done a, a done a nice job. He really has. Yeah. You're right. It was not good. Pre- it was not pretty early, but I guarantee I'm going to upgrade sixty five or so plays tomorrow, and he was probably only bad on three of them or two of them.
0: You know, and they were all and, the, on the first drive, probably on the first
1: drive. Rob, yeah, yeah.
0: But it is something where – that's interesting. I can't recall an instance of a player doing something like that where they look like the worst player on the field for the first drive in a couple different games, and then they just – they correct, and they they figure it out.
1: What was the one game – was there the Giants game last year in New York or at the Meadowlands where uh, CD looked bad for a half, and then the second half he just completely – torch that took
0: over the game yeah
1: I mean, he wasn't good I think I've got that right yeah it was, I know it was the, the second game. half he was yeah. really good
0: yeah he he took over the game in the third quarter I think it was the last yeah. drive of the third quarter really turned things around and and similarly but man this goes from like it's like seeing Chaz Green on the field against Atlanta in two different games now that was scary. To, a solid performance. It looked like in which, which to make that flip in the middle of a game is wild. I can't bury to me. him. But I can't th- bury this guy. I know he's he's a, he's a fighter. I'll give him I'll give him a ton of credit to for the, that. To the point
1: Bobby where I'm like with Tyron Smith's situation the way it is, I'm kind of like I'm now more worried about Chumadoga's situation. You know, we going to yeah. we going to hear tomorrow from Mike McCarthy. Uh well, Chumadoga has a sprained knee and he'll be out, you know, three to five weeks, or you know, I or I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm concerned because not, nothing against Awesome Richards, but Awesome Richards ain't ready to play right now. No, he ain't ready to play. And no, if he Chumadoga
0: has four years under his belt that Awesome Richards doesn't have. Right,
1: and and you know that's fair. That's fair. But now now. I'm, it,
0: I'm, Would you at this point, given the depth issues, I know texted you and Zach this during the post game show. Would you at this point? No, no, no. (laughs) Just at this point, would your approach be if you're in the draft room, just like I don't care how good I feel about my offensive line, I'm picking one in the top 100 every year.
1: Yeah. What about what about our guys though? Haven't they tried to do that, Matt?
0: Well, let's go ball. That's not quite top 100 though. It's (laughs) it's it's early fourth.
1: Wait, when was the fourth? Right.
0: Who, ball uh, ball, ball who, who, and I ball think was we'll let's go. Both were fourth.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, like don't mid to late. Fourth. Don't act. Don't act like fourth mid round to late. Picks, don't matter.
0: Mid to late fourth. That's different than ninety.
1: Okay, you're talking about like in the third. Chaz Green was a third round grade, wasn't he? Third round player.
0: Yeah, that didn't work out. That's why I said just like because of the lack of depth of it. Like, just throw as many darts sure. as you can at it consistently.
1: I think this team is really good drafting early linemen, though. I, I yeah. really do. They've uh, done do well with it. They've done well with it, but. I uh, I think that you always have to, you know what, Bobby? You, you make a really good point. I think it. What every time you get in the third round, take an offensive lineman. You know,
0: just First like you're round, just like the yeah. second round is your blue you star know, special. The third round you, is your you offensive just know, lineman. Pick
1: eighty six. You're going to take a. You're going to take an offensive lineman, center
0: guard, tackle. Doesn't matter. Just every get me in a, get me more lineman depth. Get me yeah. get get me more Connor McGovern's. If I had six Connor McGovern's. Then I could, uh, you know, I, I could weather these things a little bit better. Uh, I,
1: but they've done a good job. I mean, if you look at, I, I think that, I think Awesome Richards is going to be a good player for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I he just is, don't think right early. now.
1: I mean, he is very fortunate he did not get called for holding on the Cooks
0: touchdown. He's got to get stronger, much like that, stronger. That that it, that's going to take time. Yeah, that's going to take time. I mean, a lot of these guys get into the NFL Looks. weight room. Connor Williams had the same thing happen. Connor Williams, Connor Williams to get, still ain't strong. I don't think he he's not strong, but he's, he's light years ahead of where he was as a rookie each oh, year. Yeah. It's just the yeah. getting it. I, I, I wish I could adequately explain to people the jump that people, or, or the difference in going from yeah. a college weight room to an NFL weight room and NFL like program diet. Yeah, and some of the weight rooms different. in
1: college are damn nice. You ever been to Alabama?
0: It, well, okay bama never been but, to texas but but but, but north carolina school? we're talking north carolina north carolina U- has UNC a damn good weight not, room do tell that about UNC mac is, brown unc is not so, um look you like you said texas you're saying, i know you're mac saying mac the brown.
1: basketball weight rooms the basketball weight rooms gym is better than the football weight rooms gym
0: look uh, I, I mean we could ask jesse holly say hey when you were on both teams what was it that uh w- went, which room i went
1: when <laughs> greg ellis was coming out and that's 1998 mm-hmm. i think they had a brand new facility i know that's a million years ago but I, I think that I think that North Carolina has probably upgraded
0: their facility since then. Some of these college. So.
1: If you told me that we were at directional, but here's, the, here's the thing. there's also different I would I would probably but agree. No, with no.
0: You. Here's here's what I will say though, because this absolutely is the case. Even where the weight rooms are similar, or you have good strength coaches, what yeah. you don't have is you don't have the nutrition angle that the NFL does. That's true. And that, and that, I mean, that's that's a big very true component to that. That's um, true. Now, really quickly here, just before we wrap up, defensive side of the ball today, Duran Bland, another pick six. That's three on the year for him. He is Why tied they for they the team te- lead. Okay. Tied for the team lead in touchdowns. Would you give Duran Bland, Michael Gallup, snaps at receiver, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> is he tied? You said he's tied with the lead for touchdowns. He, he he's tied for the team lead in touchdowns with Ceedee Lamb. It's Ceedee Lamb and Duron Bland. I will say this. And
1: I was like, I asked Brad Cham this question post game. I said, "Why, if you're watching tape, would you throw the ball at Duron Bland? He says, "Yeah, but did you see what happened in the Chargers game? A couple of double moves. He got picked Keenan on Allen." Little. And I'm like, "Wow, I just forgot about all that." Didn't I, I?
0: I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. And, and look, that's one blip on an otherwise really stellar season from Duron. He's Bland, been really good. Yeah. Now, do you probably do a reason
1: you, why I would trade for a corner.
0: Do you think that was the intel? Like when we talked about that Chargers go, game, like do you for, think Nussmeyer and Moore saw enough at practice to know? I know exactly yeah, how to get this guy that the NFL yeah. doesn't know how to get him. Yeah, I think it's a so. there, there's there's and th- an and there's I think an the
1: Rams, I think the Rams thought the same thing. I think the Rams thought our quarterback's not going to miss those throws.
0: You know, by the way, I, is Sean McVay Zach Wolchuk, who who you host the post game show with, and who you co host with on the G Bag Nation, probably the biggest fan of Sean McVay in the NFL. That he's uh, he, actually he's, it's Eric Chiafalo. No, it, well, I know Eric calls him Sean McSex, but Sean McSex, yeah. But and I, I get Z- him Walt, I got him into it. Walchuck has always said that he thinks it's outrageous that people don't believe McVay's the best coach in football. That he's like oh. he's he's way better than Shanahan. That Ooh. that's it, that's Ooh. his belief. Now yep. here's the thing. We can no longer call him a genius, Brian, because he is officially the dumbest coach in football. For when your quarterback had a thumb injury, you said, "Let's run a two-point conversion where we throw him the ball to catch that, it."
1: That was that was that was the end of the day for that man. What when
0: he had the, the hell was Sean McVay. Phil especially
1: got it though. Yeah. By but the I mean, way, shout out to Adrian Hill, the official today. Yeah, I thought he called a solid game. I thought he his did. crew did a good job today. He, I, I'm not I just saying that because the Cowboys won. No, nothing egregious. I thought,
0: but he lets you – that guy let you play a little the bit. The one – I will say that I thought the Cowboys got bailed out. That was a very slight oh, – re- yeah, no, That, no, that, that was, was a very but, slight redirect on the illegal okay, contact. But, you know, overall. Let overall. him play, ref. Yeah, let no, overall play. overall did a good job. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, We mentioned Bland had a really good game. I think also there's one sack here, but I, I thought this was a pretty dominant game overall for Micah Parsons on the first view, and I thought he was really good in him game. him
1: playing in the middle a lot today? Yeah. Kind of the middle rush. middle, you know, very, you know, very, but it was late in the game. Well, okay. It was late in the third and, or he was out on the field. Like they, they had full on started. This this has
0: happened a lot. This is so I I don't think he comes off. I think they just have the hard to, it's the, it's the old Jason Witten thing. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to stand over there and watch. I remember I was talking to somebody with the Cowboys about Jason Witten, uh, years ago. And they said, uh yeah does does Jason need to come off the field sometimes? And he doesn't? yeah, but you go tell him he has to get off the field. Yeah. like you you see if you have better success than we do, telling him he's got to come off. That's just and so Micah just, may be similar. Micah may just be like, no, I'm not good luck. You'll get twelve men in the huddle. I'm not moving.
1: I'll give you a sneaky good player today that you're going to see on all twenty two
0: and you're gonna like the guy, Mozzie Smith. No, keep. Going. I have no idea if Mozzie played well. I just was guessing. No, just
1: throw throw th- one more. I'll let you throw one more defender's name out there. Chauncey
0: Golston. Nope. who? Or Keith Bell. I believe that. I mean, market overall, it, it was hard for me to notice. I think the second he, level a lot, he, but he, he I, it doesn't surprise me. He's been had, impressive.
1: Had some good tackles in the running game. Was in position. Played a little coverage today. Was effective there. So tip of the cap to you there, one four. I think the you're I think you're gonna look at the all twenty two and you're gonna go, whoa, okay. I see what I see what they did. They needed those linebackers to play well in that game. With yep. all the crossers and picks and things like that. I mean, they 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 did a great job of running with those inside routes. Really they
0: solid really, day for the defense. We were all concerned about how the three receivers would challenge the Cowboys, oh, Puka Nakua two two out well, super cop. They were yeah. they they did their job today, and the they offense were, did their job. Yeah. Um, this this is overall a really we didn't even get into the special teams. Obviously, the return game was great. Uh, Brandon Aubrey with those big field goals, giving Brian a heart attack. That you're going to kick a 58 yarder. He's he's, I, he's he's still an old crusty. I to did his not score. want
1: to give. I <laughs> did not want to give the Rams the ball right there when they were when they were struggling. You know, I didn't I didn't want it I didn't want to give them the ball. And the game was still in the balance a little Scare bit. Scared money don't
0: make money. Okay. Scared money don't make money, Brian Bro.
1: Well, hey, that that kid <laughs> can make some field goals. So whatever he wants to do, be ready. Uh Sam Williams on special teams. I can't wait to see the the twist Big game that ran it. inside, how they blocked that. I think they realized the center for the uh for the uh Rams couldn't block and they they really taxed him in that game. And then how about Sam Williams was playing as a,
0: as a gunner. Yeah. Was he, he they, they were, they were doing some different things. It, it was just across the board. It was really interesting. The the all 22 will be very interesting. It will be fun. We'll It'll have that fun. tomorrow morning and we'll have a couple more shows for you guys. Uh, but we wanted to come to That's you with some you reaction. It, Bob. You know how that goes. I know. What's that? If you want to do the shows, I always want to do the shows. Okay.
1: So I'm, I'm, we, we love our I audience
0: live for these shows, Brian. I know
1: you live for,
0: for these shows. I just, other people want me to live for other things too. And so it takes up all my dumb time.
1: Yeah. Have a, have a kid out of college and be single and want to just
0: do shows (laughs) every day. (laughs) I'll, sure, I'll do your get, podcast. I'll get, I'll get Come there soon. on, man. I'll get there soon enough. The wife talk
1: nine I'll, hours already. Sure, I'll be on your pregame show, post game show. Sure, whatever the, you want me to do. The yeah. wife
0: is refusing baby number four. So I'm not going to be able oh. to restart that clock. I'm going to I'm going to finish with three. And so because of that, then I'm going to be I'm going to be right there with you. I'll be an empty nester in no time. And we'll just do, you know, two shows a day. We'll, yeah. we'll have 14 shows I mean, a week. Can't I, do enough of these podcasts. That's what's coming. Enough. For yep. now, though, we'll give you three this week. So okay. here's one. Yeah. This was uh this was fun. A, a fun game, uh, a dominant performance from the Cowboys. Hopefully gets them uh on the back on the right track here uh yeah. moving forward.
1: I'm looking forward to I really am looking forward to getting the all twenty-two. We'll have those shows. Uh I, I thought it was quarterback eye level downfield receivers routes were really good offensive line you scared the hell out of me initially but you kind of found a way to pull it all together still need to run the ball a little bit better or when you have those opportunities there were some nice 10 12 yard runs a couple of five yard runs but there weren't as many of those negative runs as we saw last week against the chargers but man need to kind of get that thing going kind of get a little bit more balance in there i don't know why you throw the ball at deron bland nice job of Bell playing as a linebacker in this game. And what else? Good
0: special days on teams. Good days on special top teams. of good days. That's what we're doing. Congratulations,
1: Bone Fossil. You did a great job with the um, with the your special teams today.
0: Really? I don't uh, I don't have anybody that just stands out as a glaring had an awful day. It was looking like it was gonna be everybody on the offensive line, but that yeah, that turned God. itself around. It and sure so did. ultimately play caller
1: had a good day too today, I think.
0: Yeah. I, I give I, the
1: play caller a lot of crap.
0: And, yeah, and no, no, and a, he did a Defensive he,
1: coordinator, defense a coordinator had a good day. This is a tough team to defend with all those those receivers. That's tough.
0: Yeah, this That's was a, a, a tough day. this was a positive outing, I think, across the board. Across it, the, it, board. The, the one thing you might nitpick a little and you already did, it's just the run game. Get the run game right. I you, you want to talk about
1: the run game anymore. So I, I'm a little nervous. Are you nervous? Are you nervous? About, about the run, run game? game? Yeah. Not
0: if they, not if they're gonna move the ball efficiently passing it.
1: Wait a minute! Now you made it sound like that we were not doing a very good job of doing. No, no,
0: no, no, no! I said they can move the ball efficiently, and that's okay. I'm just saying. What? What
1: are you doing? I'm doing. You said. You said. You said. Oh well, you know, there's some, there's some concerns I have. I can do my Al Davis voice for you. (laughs) Oh, oh, Bobby thinks that they're not a very good offense. You know what?
0: You know what, Al. Al would put these four two receivers out there, and he'd be with me, and he'd be trying to throw the deep overs.
1: You're you're right. You're right. I would load that Dak Prescott up, and I would throw that ball as far as I can Fall. Al,
0: Al Fall. Davis. Al Davis would have gotten Dak a Super Bowl. He would. Al Davis. Brian, I you love you that. That that's you, what Mr. it is. Davis. Thank uh, you. for Brian Braddis. I'm Bobby Belt. We will be back with you guys later this Take week with another show. I'll and, see you next time. Until then, for Al Davis and Bobby Belt, this is Love the Star. Thanks so much for joining us.